to another episode of the Encouragement 511 podcast. My name is Al Argo, the Positive Impact Coach, and we are joined today on this episode by my friend, a visual artist, an artist, an art professor, none other than Josiah King. Josiah, welcome to our podcast today. Thanks for having me on, Al. I'm so happy that you have uh, taken time to join me today on this episode of the Encouragement 511 podcast. I was able to see you in person not long ago, and I'm just amazed at your art and your journey. And uh, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners today? Uh, Yeah, I'm a visual artist. So that means that a lot of my work, you know, you can see <laughs> for the most part. And um, I, I primarily do paintings, paintings and drawings. And my work focuses on moments of beauty and interest in everyday life. So uh, a lot of it's things that you would normally pass over and not pay attention to. But, you know, I think there's something very special there for each of us in our everyday life. And uh, so I think we're going to talk about that a bit today. Well, you know, I, I love creativity. I've studied it and taught about it and talked about it for years and drawn to I'm drawn to art. And uh, I, I was actually able to acquire one of your pieces from your collection. And uh, tell us about your creative journey. How, how long have you been interested in art yourself? I feel like a lot of artists have this kind of story where they start out as a little kid, you know, and they're they're the person that's always drawing or, you know, it could be anything for me. It was little cartoons and stuff I would do as a, as a kid. And I pretty much did that throughout school. Then I had a little bit of a gap, probably whenever I was around like 15 or so, mm-hmm. uh, where I didn't do a whole lot of art. And then I was at a church service and the Lord just encountered me, you know, and uh, I was just filled with the Holy Spirit. And at that point, everything creatively really started to kick in. Mm-hmm. And so that's whenever I I started to paint. Uh, that's whenever even musically, I started to pick up musical instruments. And I think that the Lord just helped kick those things kind of into gear, those gifts that were probably already in me. And uh, he just activated those things. So I've been painting probably since I was about 15 or 16. I'm 32 now. So I've been doing it for a little bit. Uh, After that, I went to uh, school. It just seemed, you know, sometimes you you fight back and forth about like what you're going to, what you're going to do. Am I going to go to college? What it's, you know, what am I going to do? Uh, for college. But for me, it was just like, okay, I'm doing art. So I did uh, uh, four years of undergraduate learning about how to create art, different kinds of art. Mm -hmm. And then I went to graduate school for a master's in painting for three years in Pennsylvania. So a lot of educational time. And then now I am teaching and uh, teaching other people how to paint and how to look at art and then also creating my own work uh, in, in a studio. So I create paintings and drawings. When a student comes into your classroom, I guess some of them want to become professionals like yourself. And then some of them are just taking a class maybe because it's uh, it's part of their uh, electives. How do you distinguish between those two types of students? Yeah, well, I'd say probably the majority are those who are coming from a different background and like you were saying, it, it kind of feels a need for them in their degree. Mm-hmm. And normally it's not super artistic people. So what I try and do is I try and connect with everybody mm-hmm. uh, with that idea that we're all creative. Mm-hmm. And so the, the very first class even, I, you know, I try and pull out, uh, even if they're in the sports kind of industry or field, like mm-hmm. 
How do you work creatively on the soccer field, right? Uh, what what sort of connections do you have to make that aren't just like A plus B? You know, there are certain things that you have to do to to get that goal or to make that play. And so whatever field they're in, I try and help them connect with that idea. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of those non-majors, that's what we call them. They're not art majors. Uh, they are probably not going to be painting in the future. Uh, sure. Some of them might, they might kind of fall in love with that. But then the the other portion of them, I really try and get those people that really do want to be artists to connect with those ideas that are important to them. Uh, because we can le- learn the tools, like how to paint, how to draw, but what is it you want to say, right? What is it that you, you know, like in your heart, you connect with? So I, I try and get those students to understand that while growing in those tools. Can, can I ask who's encouraged you along the way in your journey, either from a child, teenager, young adult, or, or now as a, a professor and, and teacher of art? Totally. Well, I think that's been the amazing thing about my life is that I've had tons of supporters. I, it has not been an underdog story. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I have a very supportive family set of parents who uh, understand the arts and really want me to succeed. And that has been really big. I mean, when, when your, your dad, my dad, who he's not a visual artist, you know, he is a musician, so he's creative, Mm -hmm. but he's not a visual artist, but he takes a lot of time to look at my art and um, has brought me a lot of perspective talking about my work. The same thing with my mom encouraging me. And uh, she herself is an artist as well. So I come from that background and then I've just had so many great teachers uh, throughout, you know, high school into uh, my undergrad time and graduate time that have sewed a lot into me. And it's been really, really valuable to me. So I've had a whole lot of support. And then, of course, the big community of friends and family that really care about what I'm saying and, and the paintings that I'm making. So it's been really great. And not everybody has that story. So I'm really grateful for that. So, so you have received a lot of encouragement along the way. And here at Encouragement 511, we want to introduce an encouraging word of the week each week. And sometimes I introduce the word, but this week I've asked you to introduce the word. And so would you like to introduce to our listeners the encouraging word of the week for the Encouragement 511 podcast? Well, when you asked me about this word, the one word that popped into my head was open. It's a really simple word, and it's got a couple different definitions, and I pulled up one of them that I feel like really fit. And so the definition is allowing access, passage, or a view through an empty space, not closed or blocked up. And that word, open, uh, we use it a lot, but you know, I think we can think of something like a window or a door mm-hmm. that where we do have access to another room or something unexpected or something that we need, right? Uh, but also I think for me, that word points a lot to, to me and my receptivity to what God's doing in the world. So what does it look like if let's say God is speaking all the time, what does it look like if we can truly be open to hear that? And I direct that and I kind of, a lot of that is what my art is about too, mm-hmm. is being open. That's good. And we have to be open to not only ideas, but the voice of the Lord, people, by the way, the voice of the Lord is never going to be contrary to the word of God, the Bible. So that's important for a lot of people to understand, for us to understand. And, uh, but, you know, creativity in the beginning, God created him. He's called us to be creative. Some of us may make music. Some of us may 
write books, you make art and beautiful art. And again, you know, you have you have different series. You have, I'm sure you have a, a window series, a door series. I, I've seen and I've acquired a piece uh, from a beat series that you've created uh, over time. And uh, what other series have you created through the years? Well, you know, a lot of my journey has been about how to talk about being a believer and knowing God mm-hmm. and how to not do it. There, this is totally valid to do it this way, to to paint pictures of the Bible and the angels. That's totally valid. That's an art form. Mm-hmm. But for me, it didn't feel like for me personally, it was it was genuinely talking about my faith. And so I, it's been a journey to figure out what that looked like. And so I've, I've painted all sorts of stuff and I tend to be inspired by everyday life. For a while, I was trying to paint something that seemed like spiritual, if that makes sense, or you know, maybe a little more ethereal or otherworldly. Uh, but at some point, I just decided, hey, I'm just going to paint what I think is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And for me, whatever that is, there's some sort of tie there that feels really genuine and connected to my own faith. So I've got some specific examples if you want to talk about that a little absolutely, bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, one piece that comes to my mind right now, now, I've got two pieces of yours in mind. Number one, the piece that I acquired from the beach. And I'd love for you to talk about that. And then also, I remember seeing some other pieces in your gallery from your overseas travel. Let's talk about those two and, and then other examples that you have in mind. Absolutely. So uh, one thing that I love to do is go on location to different uh, areas. So mm-hmm. sometimes I'll be on the beach uh, in the sand with all my paintbrushes kind of stabbed into the sand and I have my easel and I just paint there. And the, the great thing about that is that if you think about light throughout mm-hmm. the day, we may not realize it, but if you take any time and you just observe the light, how the color changes, it can change very quickly. So there's quite, there's like a rush whenever you go to a location and you're trying to capture the color that you see because that light is shifting so quickly. Mm -hmm. So an example for your piece that you acquired, uh, I was on the beach and it's a larger piece, which is more challenging whenever you're on location Mm -hmm. because that light is going to shift quickly. So I have to work very quickly to build up the color that I need and then to, to work to really finish all the details Mm -hmm. in the painting. And, and what about one or two of the pieces that you did while you were overseas or, or that was inspired from your overseas travel? So I had an amazing trip uh, to India. I have a friend over there who uh, runs a, a lot of ministry in India, and it's just a wonderful guy. Mm-hmm. And he led uh, myself and a friend over there mm-hmm. in uh, in southern India. And it was great because I got to see just a very different culture than what I'm used to and even a different color palette, which is kind of great. So, uh, you know, a color palette, if you look at any image, you're going to have a set of colors that make up the main colors of that image. And just going to a different country, you realize that cultures have their own their own colors. And so uh, I've worked on a few paintings that inspired on that, inspired by that trip uh, Mm -hmm. that have been really great because it just allows me to kind of open up in a different way, color wise. So when I'm picking those colors, it's a, it's a different experience. I think every American should travel overseas, especially Americans who don't appreciate America. And then when you come back, you're going to have a greater appreciation for the country you've grown up from. Uh, grown up in. And, uh, and again, just travel. There's so many uh, great creative benefits for travel. And, uh, and so what's some other things that you've done to booster your creativity through the years? 
Well, even living in other locations, if it's possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I haven't lived overseas, but even within the U.S., we have a great variety of different different subsets of culture and uh, different geographies. Mm -hmm. And I've lived in different areas, which has been helpful. It it also gets you into a different set of people groups, which Mm -hmm. is really good, too, because it it helps you to connect with others in a different way. Sometimes where you're from is very isolated and sometimes it feels almost like one note, if that makes sense, kind of musically. But whenever you go to, uh, you know, another city or another location, it can be totally different, which is great. It really helps you connect to human beings <laughs> just to be around other people. And of course that goes into my art, but I think even personally with personal development, it's just such a huge thing. Each week here on the Encouragement 511 podcast, we not only want to introduce an encouraging word of the week, but we also want to introduce an encouraging quote of the week. And again, this week you have our encouraging quote. What would you like to share with our listeners this week as an encouraging quote of the week? Well, my quote is from a teacher that I had in graduate school. And this was whenever I was searching for the meaning, searching for how I was going to talk about stuff that was near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. And, you know, talking about loving God, basically, and seeing God in the world. And so I, you know, I was trying so hard to figure this out and doing all these paintings, but nothing felt super genuine. Mm -hmm. And so I had this teacher that came into my studio one time and all she said, and she may not even remember saying it, (laughs) but all she said was when something stops you in your tracks, pay attention. So when you're walking down the road or whatever you're doing, you're going about daily life and you're very busy and there's something, and you know what I'm talking about. There's a moment that just catches your eye and there's something that it's like time slows down for just a second. Instead of continuing with your day, instead of just going about all your tasks, why don't you pause for just a second? Because could it be that that moment is like made for you? And there's something that is being spoken to you in that moment. So that for me, that has become the center point of my art. That one statement that she made that she probably doesn't even remember. And that has become something that's been very central in my artistic practice. And again, the quote of the week is, when something stops you in your tracks, pay attention. Pay attention. That's right. And and so many people just rush and rush. You know, there's that old country song, I I rush and rush until life's no fun. I'm in a hurry to get things done. I rush and rush until life's no fun. I'm not going to sing. People (laughs) disconnect. But uh, but your painting, the painting I, I, again, was able to acquire from your collection, which I love, by the way, um, has small specks of sand in it. it. It did that to me. I stopped of all the painting and you've got, you had so many beautiful paintings in the gallery that day. And I'm sure the gallery, you know, you rotate in and uh, some sell and then other, you know, you create more, you're always creating. You're so creative and you're so blessed uh, to be able to teach others and, and your students are blessed to have you as a teacher and our listeners are blessed to have you as a guest here on the Encouragement 511 podcast. Can you, some of our listeners may want to see some of your collection. I may want to connect with you on the internet. Would you like to share your website? Sure. So my website is josiahking.com and that's just my first and last name. And then also another way to look at my work where I do a lot of in-process uh, photography and video is through my Instagram. And that's just my first and last name, period, A-R-T. So Josiah King, period, A-R-T. And those two places are probably the best way to, to look at my, my art, what's actively going on. 
What else would you like to say to our listeners? Maybe there's some young people listening who are considering becoming a professional artist. What would you say to them? Well, I think this advice is good for artists and good for people in general. Uh, The first one is to find a community that supports you. And it may be one or two people. You may not have 30 artists in your community. But if you have someone who's creative and is doing creative work, Mm-hmm. then get around that person or get around those people. And mm-hmm. eventually you'll find, you'll find most likely someone who's doing something that you can kind of add to what you're doing uh, to help lead you on that path. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously for me as a believer, a big thing is listening to what God is telling you mm-hmm. and you'll find that he'll actually direct you to those people mm-hmm. uh, that you need to meet anyway. I've had many people that I've met that have been an encouragement that maybe aren't in my life actively, but I know that God put them there right there in that moment that I needed them. And it just led me, you know, further into this career, into this place uh, where I'm at right now. And success is not overnight. It it takes time. It takes practice. And and I'm sure you made mistakes along the way. Absolutely. And I don't think that the idea of like arrival is success necessarily, you know, Uh, To have a a whole life, that's a different kind of perspective than just arriving to a destination. And so everything builds on itself. You know, if it's if we're talking about healthy community, if we're talking about your craft as an artist, everything builds on itself. You continually add tool belts to your belt uh, so that you're effective at what you're doing. And internally, you're processing things and and growing. And as you grow older, uh, you're finding that you have different perspectives that you didn't realize when you were younger. So, you know, if you can enjoy what God is giving you, you know. And uh, just being satisfied, but also growing, that's that's really success right there. I like that. Being satisfied, but also growing because, uh, again, we need to be happy today. We need to be grateful today. But we also need to have this attitude that I am growing. Again, I tell people my name's Al. It's an acronym for always learning. And I base that on uh, the verse in the Bible where Jesus, the Bible says Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. So those are four distinct areas. And uh, and so again, but you are building a body of work and all of us are building a body of work. Again, whether our listener is an artist or an author or an athlete or a pastor or a business business leader, all of us have a body of work. And as we keep growing day in and day out, as we keep learning, becoming the expert in our field, and that's what I'd like our listeners to take away. Again, whether you're a visual artist or whether you're an author, just keep going and growing and persist. Absolutely. absolutely. Are you reading any good books right now that you might recommend to our listeners? You know, right now I'm taking a break from a lot of that kind of content. Um, I know that being a reader is being a leader. Uh, you know, readers or leaders read, uh, but I'm kind of dialing back now. I'm in a season where a lot of uh, the things that have been kind of constant in my life are being stripped back. Mm -hmm. And so it's an unusual season for me, uh, but I think that God's going to show me something in that openness. Well, I'm going to share a book with you and our listeners that I began to read a couple days ago, and I, I read it Earlier in the year, I read it last year. I'd have to look at my notes, but I'm rereading it this week specifically. And it's a book by, it's a book called Thinker Toys. And it was recommended to to me by another friend of mine. I'm rereading it. It it is all about creativity. And, uh, and so again, our listeners can just search that Thinker Toys. 
uh, is, is a great book on creativity. And you might like to pick it up at some point in the future. And uh, for our listeners, whatever you're reading, please email us at podcast at encouragement511.com. We want to hear what you're reading, what questions you might have for Josiah King or our other podcast guests. Whatever question you have for Josiah, you can email me, you can email him via his website. Uh, but if you have suggestions for our website or for our podcast, please connect with us via the website or via email at podcast at encouragement511.com. Josiah, any other comments or uh, suggestions for our listeners this week? Yeah, well, I'd like to tag just just a little bit, tag on that last story about stopping in your tracks mm-hmm. and and just give you the the moment that that changed from an idea to the art itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I remember walking down the hall to my studio and I kept seeing this reflection on a floor. Mm. And it was just these two bars of light that were coming in through the window. There was a, you know, there's a window and this light would just stream in and hit the ground. And it was a different color than all the other floor. And there was something about that light that just caught my attention. And I remembered what my teacher was talking about. It was like in me, when something stops you in your tracks, hit pause, right? There's something there for you. And so that ended up becoming a big painting that was important to me. So I painted that scene of just the floor mm-hmm. with the lines on the floor and mm-hmm. the bars of light. And that led to a series that, you know, was several years long. So I would just encourage anyone who's listening to whatever it is, you know, when you're walking down the road and you have a very busy day and you're doing what you have to do, when there's something that happens that, you know, makes you stop in your tracks, just pay attention. There may be something there for you. That's a good word. And every week, we also would like to leave our listeners with an encouraging verse of the week. Would you like to share the encouraging verse of the week, Josiah? Absolutely. Yeah. So I have Ephesians 3, 20 through 21. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ to all generations forever and ever. Amen. What an encouraging verse. And we do pray that the Lord will keep working through you and your art and uh, the classroom that you're able to teach uh, in and, uh, and for all of our listeners, again, whether you are a business person, whether you are a ministry leader, whether you are an author, an artist, or an athlete, we want to encourage you in what you're doing, not only here in America, but around the world. We want to shout out to our listeners in Mexico. We noticed you in the past week. Uh, thank you for listening. We want to shout out to our listeners in the Philippines and in India and around the world. We're just so grateful for everyone tuning in to the Encouragement 511 podcast. Again, my name is Al Argo. I'm the Positive Impact Coach, and I'm joined this week with my friend Josiah King, a professor of art. And uh, Josiah, again, tell our listeners how they can connect with you. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, you can connect with me on my website, Josiah King, that's my first and last name, .com, or through Instagram, josiahking.art. Awesome. And I would encourage our listeners to follow you on social media, to check out your website. And just to keep, if you're a painter, keep painting. If you're a writer, keep writing. If you're a learner, keep learning. If you're a speaker, 
yeah, join Toastmasters. Uh, but just keep learning, keep going, keep growing, because together you and I can impact the world and make a positive impact. Josiah, thank you again for joining us on this week's edition of the Encouragement 511 podcast. Thank you so much. And thank you to all of our listeners. Till next week, you make it a great, great week. God bless. (laughs) 